0: Hello, and welcome to Get Schooled with Marcella Lonzo. Today, I have Jocelyn Stone. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Jocelyn, for coming on today. I enjoyed my time with you and Rebecca on your (laughs) podcast. It was, uh, I have to say, that was probably one of the best, like, I I was like, wow, Rebecca, like, how come it was, (laughs) afterwards, it was so crazy. I had people hitting me up on my OnlyFans, people, like, come on my Twitter and then I, you guys have been doing this since 2014. Isn't that wild? I, I got, we
1: got so into the podcast interviewing you, and it was funny because I do a lot of wardrobe shopping and prop shopping for work and in the adult industry. And I was listening to you as I'm walking through the store. Well, I'm in my own stupid little bubble, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. as I'm listening I am chattering away to myself shopping and thinking people must think I'm nuts because (laughs) I had you in my ear holes just like you were so smart and everything and I'm like I'm excited about this interview and then you got tag teamed by me and Rebecca which was
0: awesome no it was I'm glad I'm so glad I met her um, I didn't sure. remember meeting you in Chicago, but I, you know, I met you well, as we did the podcast, right. um, you know, probably uh, because like, I, you know, the story of, you know, I used to see her everywhere in Tampa and then I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and when I was on the podcast, you were great to talk to, but then afterwards I was like, wow, I've never seen yep. results like this from like a podcast I've been on, I've been on a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Right. I right. do the same thing. I do interviews and stuff because
1: I, I stick my hand in every cookie jar. You have the to. adult industry is so vast yes. that I, I want to know it all. I want to know how it all works. And that's just my tiny brain. That's how I got into mortgage a million years ago. I was a receptionist from a temp service, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, how do you do that? What are you doing over there? Why is that happening over there? I want to see this. I want to see that. And, and yeah, I do the same thing in any industry that I'm in. So, you know, just hearing some of the things that you've gone through and, and Rebecca and I never edit a podcast. So that's one of the things you'll, you'll hear a lot of people that'll edit. And I'm noticing you do the same. You are yeah, I don't, blue to I, the conversation. I kind of to.
0: my thing is I really want to be with this podcast. I really want to be authentic and real over the pandemic. I saw a lot of, you know, we yeah. talked about this earlier. A lot of women come on, a lot of women start sensationalizing sex work and, oh, this is the greatest thing, you know, right. and, and doing a lot of things, but they were actually kind of... <laughs> hurting sex workers in a lot of ways in a lot of ways because they didn't educate themselves right and and you know what foster sesta stopped that that education for people too it stopped it really stopped um where they can't get the you know the forums like stripper web is taken away remember stripper web I love the hell out of I don't know if you ever used that I never used stripper web because I wasn't doing like the stripper circuit or anything like that I never did that is how I first found out in 2011 about StreamMate. And I learned about oh. night flirts from Stripper <laughs> Web. Oh, mm-hmm. it was a vast, but that's now gone. It was an old, um, and it had a lot of information, a lot, a lot of uh, good things. But I'm glad I got you on. Can you please yes. tell me your story, how you got into the business? <laughs> and uh, I want to hear this because you said you've been in the business 15 years and I want to. Yeah, I am you know. ass backwards. Uh, <laughs>
1: I did everything. I did every single thing that uh, a little girl that uh, was raised in a religious home, I was raised Seventh-day Adventist, fuck those people, Mm -hmm. just saying, because they teach you that a female is less than. So I did everything I was supposed to do. I, I got married at a young age and, you know, I did all this stuff Think thank you Jesus for not letting me have babies because mm-hmm. that would have just fucked up the whole program for me now. Yeah. But, um, uh, in the long run, it was, uh, work, be a good human, um, uh, be a good person in society, give back to society, all of these things. I did all of the things just like, you know, all the politics, the presidents, our governors, all these people say, you have to do these things. So I did, and mm. i was a good girl and i was a good worker and then the
0: fucking market crashed
1: mm. in all
0: the years that i had 17 years in mortgage this was the mortgage in in 20 20- 2007. Two thousand seven, oh seven, oh eight. Right. Okay. It
1: started to crash.
0: Now I had been an executive I
1: secretary. That. I had been a sales secretary for a, a general contractor. I worked at a roofing company. I'd done these things, and then I I built in and went. Oh my God! I love this industry. I want to be in mortgage and all of this. I was clearing with my bonuses and all this. I was clearing six figures. You know, it was a whole thing. And you know, four hundred one k. Blah blah blah. Bought a fucking house, did my big vacation every other year because vacations are expensive. I did all the things. And then our government, our way of living life, jerked it all out from underneath me. And I had nothing. I had no job. I had no way of getting a job. I had no way of doing um, anything. And I'm like, this little bitch is a survivor. So we're going to figure this out. And me and my ex-boyfriend, not husband, uh, we bought a house instead of throwing a party. Mm-hmm. And that's why we never got married, which was great at the breakup because there was no divorce and divorce <laughs> is expensive. So yeah. obviously I was smart twice, but, um, uh, I, I was like, dude, there's no jobs. There's nothing, you know, I could always go into porn <laughs> and he goes, you know, we've gone to swing clubs and stuff like that. Just for fun. We right. went, you know, you fuck her. I'll fuck him. It'll be fun. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. And I did 60 days, two months of research on the new industry that I was going to dive pussy first into.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know what? As my friends were losing their cars, their houses, their bank accounts, they're 401ks just trying to survive. As yeah. they were doing all that, I was slinging that pussy. I was <laughs> doubling my fucking house payment. My ex paid off his fucking truck because I was like, hey, I did this many scenes this month. So how about you take your person the house payment and you pay off your truck? And he's like, seriously? I said, no, I got the house payment at school. He's like, oh, my God. So we ended up ahead because I'm a hoe. And it went from there, but it was always he approved all of my scenes. I would say, yeah, look at this guy. The subject is they want me to do this, this, this and this. And it was just when it was the sweet spot of a milf coming in a cougar. I was 37 years old. It was May 30th of 07 when Mm -hmm. I started. And uh, I remember that because it was my stepfather's birthday. The first time I took it in front of a camera, it was my stepdad's birthday and I went out there and I did my thing. And that's how I got into it because I did not want to be fucking homeless because all of the things that we were taught in society would have left me on the street. Mm. That's how I did it. Wow. It's not the story
0: that people
1: expect. I was not the housing crisis.
0: I remember that. That was, I actually did real estate. I got my real estate license in Uh 2005 and I was down in Miami. And I have a weird sort of psychic sense of I could see something before it's coming, but it's never imaginable. And I started doing rentals because I saw here I was living on South Beach at the time. And I said, I, I saw like nobody's catering to the, lo- the, the people that live here, you know, that's got a everyday work. And I was making right. money doing rentals and I got pulled in from uh, the broker and he's like, you know, it's great. Your name and you're making money, but you need to get, you need to start getting down. And I, and I said to him, I said, it's not really practical. Like what's happening now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I said, and, and he's like, but people are coming from New York, and they're buying in South Beach. And I'm like, no, mm. th- like, I saw it before it was <laughs> happening. And I was doing rentals. And out here I was getting criticized. And then I just went back to Vegas. Right. At that point, I'm like, okay, whatever. i Let me go back being, well, I was still stripping. I was stripping on the weekend and doing real estate on the, and showing like rentals all throughout South beach and making a living. But my broker had an issue with that. I remember at the time, and I went to a little small brokerage, but I just, something told me, let me go back to Vegas and dance again. I go, I know that club, there's no drama. I remember there's too many, too many little issues with the clubs in Miami versus Vegas. It was like, This manager has an issue. This manager does it. This man, you know, this place you can go to, but you got to go between, you know, and I was like, let me just go to Vegas. And I went back. But uh, yeah, I remember that time and it was hard for a lot of people. And then when I went back to dancing, all the realtors were like, you know, we're doing rentals now. Oh, are you? Yeah. I thought that wasn't important to do. Right. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. So everybody I had worked with, I was like the leader. (laughs) I was the only one doing rentals, getting my money, getting my money every week. And, and I remember there was like, my name would be on the board. And there was like this proud thing. Like, I didn't care. I was, I was still like clearing money every week. Um, but I was getting criticized so Where well, right they're I,
1: struggling. Right. They want and they the were
0: big check and right? You want and then I leave and I checks. see them and I've <laughs> noticed my whole life people seem to like I catch on before. So um and that that was a hard period of time for a lot of people. Very hard. Oh, absolutely. And it was funny because
1: one of my best friends at the time. Um, her and I did exactly the same job and, you know, we would get paid time off. We would get all these different things and I would stockpile my stuff. Mm -hmm. I would stockpile it. Like when I need a day, it's going to be like a Wednesday or a Thursday. And, uh, I would work stuff out with my manager. I would save all of, um, my PTO. I would save all my vacation and all that stuff. So I could cash it out if I had to. And it was funny because when it all came to a head, Mm. they uh, they laid off all of these people. They like pulled in groups and laid everybody off. Well, I was in the last group and I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Well, if you remember, everything comes full circle when I was this little nobody from a temp service answering phones. um, I wanted to know how this department worked and that department worked and all this stuff. I always put that stuff on my resume. I know how to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. I don't do just one job. I am valuable because I can hop. And sure. I like to stay busy. If if I do one thing, I get bored. So that's my brain and I've learned how to work with it. So um, they were letting everybody go. And at the end, they're like, hey, Miss Stone, we would like you to stay. Um, we're We've got like three months worth of work that's going to happen. So we have to change your paperwork to this, but we would like you to be on the skeleton crew to help clean up because I could jump from this department to this department to that department. So I worked about three months longer than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And because I made myself versatile. Also, I could smell it coming just like you did. You're like, something is wrong. What is wrong? Something in the universe. It's like a bird is going to shit on my head. Where is it? You yeah, know, you know, it's there. Everybody yeah. else was like squandering away their vacation and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm living, living the a- life. Yeah. yeah. Getting cool. their brand new car lease, you know, and yeah. I'm paying off my piece of shit. <laughs> it
0: I worked, know, I know. Somebody but it wasn't I, new. Right, right. Yeah. So you had this sense and this is, this is great. And then you get into yeah. sex work. And then with that, yeah. you you also realize with sex work, there's different ways of making money through sex work. I would
1: listen to mm-hmm. the women and men because everything is different for the guys as well as girls. Right. Anybody that had been in the industry 10 years plus, I didn't start acting like, oh, well, I'm new and I'm making all this money and blah, blah. I was, yeah, but it took me a minute because I was... The old fat girl with tattoos, you know. So they were getting used to something like me, and right. I'm like, okay, negotiations are going to be different when you go me. Mm-hmm. And I doubled my rate by the time that that company came full circle. But um, I started listening,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. You know, uh, you can sell panties, you can sell phone calls, you can, you can, oh, I can do that. What? Okay. Yeah, I could do that. Got myself a throwaway phone to this day. Got a throwaway phone. And I have my regular phone. You know, you always have one for business, one for personal, something for mental health. Everybody's like, oh my God, mental health, mental health. Most normal people will go to work. They work their eight. 10, 12 hour days, whatever. But at some point you have to stop. You have to close the door and go do you. Yeah. If that is floating in the swimming pool in the backyard, if that is um taking a walk with your dogs, if it is zeroing in on um on housewives because you just want your brain to go numb just for a little bit, you know, and you have to cater to you just for a little bit of time you are allowed that time and I have always giving my given myself a few hours every day for mental health and not everybody can work 24 7 and I know you know we work a lot of hours yep yep we We work seven days a week true yep but I will turn. Yesterday, I had some running around to do. I have a lot of computer work to do, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to take my dad and Dad get in the car. I have to go make three these three stops. Why don't you go with me? We're going to have lunch, you know. And he's 88 years old. He walks kind of slow, and that's okay. Yeah. And I took it down four notches. Notches. I don't have to be on, you know, turned up to 11 all the time, right. slowed it down to about a four or five, Cruised around, hung out with dad, went to the gun shop. We bought some ammo. We're <laughs> planning on going shooting, you mm-hmm. know, and all this stuff. I mean, and I was dad's kid for yesterday. We shared a lunch. He doesn't eat that much. Shared a lunch, you know, and it was fun. Right. And, I remembered, hey, turn it off every once in a while.
0: Yes, that is something we do.
1: Brought from corporate,
0: right? And that's what we do. We do as sex workers, especially now that everybody has so much on their plate with these platforms or these, you know, monetizing. You've got to now. You do. You need that couple hours if it's listening to a podcast. If it's, you know, watching Mm -hmm. a TV show, or so you do need that 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 normalcy. Yes. And, and yes. what's good if you, you are also talking about like, you know, you're doing something good. You're, you're, you're take care of your family too, as well. Some of us may not have some sex workers may not have children. A lot of people don't realize, but we, some of us have, parents. I don't right. Yeah. But you take care of your father.
1: You yeah. And saying?
0: I travel
1: mm-hmm. once a month. I travel to um help out with my mom who's in a yeah, different that's state. a lot of work yeah it's a whole lot of work but you yeah. know what i'm 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 learning how medicare works so yeah. when i'm on it i'm gonna be like and that's another important thing goes. sex
0: workers yeah sex workers as they we get older we do need to learn how medicaid is and who is going to mm-hmm. take care of us you know what i'm saying um be Absolutely. prepared with, with uh, a companion but um Also, what I wanted to talk about was, and I learned that you are a talent coordinator and I just thought that was so interesting um, because a lot of people are curious what goes on set and Mm -hmm. as a talent coordinator, you are the advocate for the performer.
1: For all performers. And so
0: you are basically the HR, like you said. Yes. HR of the set. So can you go over, um, you know, share more about your job that you do and, and, you know, thank you so much for taking this job and taking care of performers and having their backs. We need, we, you know, I think this is a perfect job for any former sex worker to do that has done for. Mm-hmm. It, it, it needs
1: to be there. Yes. You need to have a, a contact, a mm-hmm. person you need a person. And that's what I tell him. I said, I'm your person. So I want you to know that on Wednesday, um, if you have a hard time finding the, uh, the location, call me. I'll, I'll get you. I'll, we'll figure it out. You know, all the way to, um, do you like monsters or do you like uh, Red Bull? I want to make sure that, you know, you don't get jittery because, oh, well, all you heard was monsters. I want you to have to, a comfortable experience. Some people, so I do everything from A to Z and I reach out to them and I do a wardrobe and um, that's one thing that was added onto it. But ultimately that helps me build the rapport with the talent, but it is not just the female it is also the male. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the male may feel a little off about something. If I happen to be on a gay set, you know, who's topping, who's bottoming, is it just blowjobs? What is it? You know, Mm -hmm. if I'm on a a trans set, then you've got who's bottoming, who's, who's got what going on, you know, do you feel comfortable in that outfit? Because if not, that is okay. I got a car. I can jump in it and I can go get you a different pair of shorts because those aren't working. Usually we don't have that issue, but Mm. the option is there. However, I let the talent know as well. I will always be there for you. I'll have your back. I will do these things for you. But you don't get to use me as a doormat, sweetie. Uh, This doormat stands up and speaks for herself. Mm -hmm. and what I need you to do if you are picky about your bra and panties and the type of things you wear I need you to work with me I need you to bring some of your stuff too and and help us out you see the script you see how it's going to go I need you to be on time well normally you know after guys will do this after we do the sign in you know ids paperwork um, after we do the sign in then, you know, we're sitting there for an hour or so. You are absolutely correct because we need to make sure we have a window of opportunity. So you thinking that you can take that extra hour. Oh, I can show up an hour late.
0: Mm. No, honey,
1: honey bear. I'm going to take your hand. You and I, we're going to walk outside. Do you smoke? Okay. We're going to smoke a cigarette together. We're going to have chat and I'm going to tell you how things work on the back end so you don't ever disrespect somebody's time again, yeah. Because it's not fair. I'm trying to respect you. I need you. If you weren't sure if it was okay, or you needed an extra hour this morning, all you had to do was let me know. So, I mean, there's a lot of back and forth. I'm like, I will bend over backwards for you, but if you are going to come on set and be a shitty kitty, I have sharp a shitty teeth. Shitty kitty. <laughs> I have sharp teeth and I'll bite right back. You don't get to be a diva. You don't get to be a snatch. You don't get to be an asshole or a bitch. You bark, I bark back. Right. So it goes both ways. And I used to, for a minute, I hated it because honestly, I like cussing, but I I used to work in HR as an HR assistant in corporate. Mm -hmm. So I know how to do a lot of that stuff. But honestly, so I brought that with me. Um, The adult industry is slightly different Mm -hmm. in the sense that our job, when we sit down, we negotiate. I'm going to type you five different pages. I can do it this fast. I charge you X amount of dollars. I'm going to show up at this time and I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Okay, same concept. You're negotiating a job. So that's Mm -hmm. what I expect. Show yeah. up with your freaking skills. You show up ready to go. And it's the same thing. Just this job, when you're in front of the camera, you're gonna be sucking dick, take it in the ass, uh, you know, whatever the script says. You always know ahead of time. And mm-hmm. um, so don't act like you didn't fucking know. And if you don't take it up the ass, then why did you negotiate that you would? You know, mm-hmm. if I if I if you tell me, oh, I can type 15 pages you know, uh, with no errors in 10 minutes, then I expect you to be able to do that. Right. So negotiation is everything. Communication is everything. And I make sure that we are all very clear about it. And sometimes I got to do it 15 times with one mm-hmm. person, just make sure they get it right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow. And so how did you get involved as a ta- how did you become a talent coordinator? And does okay. every set have one too? No,
1: um, I work for a larger company that subcontracts out uh, smaller crews. They give orders that go out, and um, and they say we want you to shoot eight scenes in the next month. This is what we want. These are the ideas of people that we want to come in. Mm -hmm. You know, we want curvy, we want skinny, we want blonde, we want brunette, you know, whatever it is, it starts with the looks, then it goes from there Mm -hmm. because we are our own product. So Mm -hmm. it does always start with our looks in some way, shape or form. So, um, including BBWs, including, you know, like you can't have fake tits. You do have fake tits, you know, whatever it calls. Whatever they're, they're,
0: they're, they're fishing for
1: the scene. Right. Right. So, you know, sometimes people say, oh, well, I keep trying to shoot for this company, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, well, I'll let them know. But right now the stuff that they're building up on, on their site is this genre, Mm-hmm. Honey, you don't fit that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm mean- gonna let them know right. that when they shoot the genre you do fit in, that you're the number one person to call. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize. And I'm like, yeah, one company, one site, uh, or one company may shoot 50 different sites, 20, 30, you know, it just all depends on the size of the company. So um sometimes they will order uh something from a certain director. It is up to that director to uh, build up his crew. Does he have one PA or does he have two? Does he have a cool uh, talent coordinator? Does he even have wardrobe and makeup and hair? Because some smaller companies don't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're like, bring four different outfits that kind of look like an office thing. Ugh. And they go from there. They And then um, show up makeup ready. Mm. Okay. So... It all depends if you want somebody to do makeup and you want them to do your hair and all that stuff, you can negotiate accordingly. Oh, you don't offer hair and makeup on set. So um, I'm going to require an extra $300 and I'm going to request that we start at 10 a.m. call time because I will have to get up at seven to go um, uh, meet with my hair and makeup in order to get that done in order to be there by 10. You know, so you can negotiate all kinds of different things. The way that I ended up with this, I told you, I'm very nosy. I want to, I, I was on set with somebody one time and I'm like, what's that guy doing over there? Why is he moving that stuff? Oh, well, we're setting up the lights for the next, okay. Oh, that's right. We're going to go in the bedroom. Okay. Understood. Well, why does he need all of those lights? What's going on fat? And how can we need all this paperwork? I mean, that was a lot of paperwork today. It's triple. The people oh, I was you. questioning it, that that was like three pages. Now it's like 15.
0: Damn. So,
1: and I've watched the laws change and I understand why they need it. So I started asking all these questions and everything. And I would ask of the directors and the directors would educate me. Cause they're like, Oh, this girl is really interested. I became friends with directors and mm-hmm. then they would see I was running my own shit. I it's not, a list quality or anything like that. I just do me, you know, right. I film my own stuff. I do my own thing. Now it's only fans back then. It was just my site. Um, so I would do all these things. And when somebody came up with, I believe it's a good idea. It would be a good idea in their corporate meetings. These directors went a corporate meeting and they were all saying, you know, uh, because of the me too movement. Yep. You know, there's a lot of shitty kitties out there. There's a lot of directors going, so yeah, if you suck my dick, I could probably, probably get yeah. you um, you know, three scenes with this company this month. There's no fucking way. If you've educated yourself at all, that is not even fucking possible. But let him try to get his free fucking blowjob, you know, mm-hmm. but you always have the right to say no. So, and then somebody laying hands, touching, and I don't mean in a violent way, um, but in a way that would make you feel uncomfortable. The director that I work with, I'm always on set. And he, if, you know how when you're new and you're like, okay, I need you to turn this way. Now arch your back and turn a little to the left. No, 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 no. Keep your feet the same. Just turn your top to the left. And it gets to the point where, Now you've said it five times and now the frustration is going to hit. So a good director will know to walk over and go, okay, hang on a second. Um, Do you mind? I'm going to show you like, I'm going to move you. And as soon as he reaches up and he's like, I want you to hold your feet, plant them. Now I'm going to move your shoulders like this, you know, and, and, but you have to have a physical touch to do this. Right. He has to, I, I'm going to touch you now just, you know, so we can save time and you're going to learn. And he has such a way of approaching it, mm-hmm. you know? And when we do do a break, I'm like, were you okay with that? Did you like, I, I said, I kind of enjoy when he does that and says, Oh, would should arch your back and turn slightly, you know? And it's like, I could not understand what he was saying. Like I heard the words, my body was saying, fuck that. But as soon as he turned me, I got it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, so you were totally cool with it. I've heard some people say, oh, you know, like I didn't like that. Or, you know, I just wanted to check in with you and see what you thought. Mm -hmm. I do little things like that because sometimes directors would go, no, do it like this. And I've seen them do that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, Mm -hmm. step back, step back. And what I'll do is stand there and go, this is what we're going to do. And I'll talk to him. You know, I only stand by three. How threatening am I
0: really? (laughs) (laughs) But I I see what you're saying. There is an importance for somebody like you, a talent coordinator, to come in with all the, you know what I'm saying, to save their asses. Right. Yeah. And
1: I tell him, you know, if you're feeling weird, you're feeling a little off. I had one girl, she ordered a sandwich and she's like, oh, my God. I don't have any mouthwash. I don't have anything. Oh my God. And she was horrified because she bit into onions. <laughs> oh, she didn't read that. There was onions on it. She just ate it. And it was so funny. And I'm like, don't even worry about it. I think I have some gum in my, in my purse. <laughs> Hang on. You know, uh-huh. it's sometimes that little bit of, she knew she could come to me right, and go, I can't believe I did this. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just that go between. And sometimes somebody that might've turned into a diva, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, while we were doing pictures, you know, he kept like turning my body like this and doing this, I can soften the blow mm. and I can watch the facial expressions and the body language. And um, sometimes I'll just, you know, do, do, tap the director and go, Hey, can I give her a drink of water really quick? In other words, our language is back the fuck up. I need a second.
0: Right.
1: Can I go ahead and give her some water really quick? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. They'll go over. You look amazing. You're doing really well. I know these positions are so hard to learn and you know, they are, Mm -hmm. they are hard to learn how to twist a certain way and do these things. And it can be upsetting. And then you don't feel pretty. And then you turn into a diva. They just need a middleman. And it turned out being friends with different directors as I was growing up in the adult industry, people went, oh my God, I know the perfect girl for this. Jocelyn, you're still working from home, right? Would you be willing to do this job five days a month You know, and yeah, and that's how it started because I built this rapport with different directors is how I got this position because they knew they could trust me.
0: That's good. And how often are, are, is, are there talent coordinators on every set? Like how, um, how common is it? It just depends. If it's a small company, they may have a
1: PA you know, uh, but they may not have a person at all. So a lot of smaller companies won't. The bigger, bigger companies. The bigger, bigger
0: ones, like Brothers, Vixen, um, Naughty America, those ones generally have a talent coordinator.
1: Right. And you can always ask, too, Mm -hmm. if you're not sure, you see it's a legit company, you know, like Devil Films, legit company. Mm -hmm. but they're smaller. They don't pay the director enough to have a talent coordinator and Mm. a PA and the director and the location and makeup and hair. You know, people don't think about that. So, um, so sometimes you can ask them like, look, can I have my makeup artist meet me on set? If you're not paying for that, I would like her to stay through certain things. Um, I do not
0: agree with
1: bringing a significant other. I don't mindset. agree.
0: Yeah. That's to me sounds like a a disaster. Oh yeah. I've had it
1: happen. Really? I've had it happen. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, well, I told her it would be okay. And I'm like, what? Why? What? Why what? would she even want to bring her husband? Like why? And then the issue, and this is the issue. Is they have some sort of thing in their brains in their relationship where it's like, oh yeah, baby, and she's looking at him off camera oh. while she's taking a big old fucking dick in her ass. So he's you know? getting off, yeah, like he, yeah. It turns into a personal thing. I'll, However, you know what? On I'll, camera, I'll, I, it looks I'll, bad.
0: I'll, I'm gonna say there was. um I used to run a bachelor party company. And when I lived uh-huh. in LA, right. And I'll never forget. I, and I'm not going to name who the person is.
1: We they, never name names.
0: We I only never know stories, <laughs> but I went to meet this person for an interview because I needed another dancer with me and they brought their significant other with them. And which really wasn't cool because after I met their significant other, I said, no way in hell you are working with me, um, right. <laughs> so they bring their significant Thank you for the red flag. <laughs> right, and I'm like, and they and I'm talking about batch, how the parties go because it's very, um, very, very specific because pr- predominantly my audience was, you know, a lot of, um, I did a lot of Mexican parties. I'm bilingual myself, and there's a certain style that goes when you do these. Particular bachelor parties. These are right. not sex on parties. These are not fucking people. But it was a whole like art. We used to play these games, and there was a routine that we would do. So it was very right. artistic. And I'm sitting there, and I'm explaining it, and then her her partner goes, and this was like a porn star karaoke. Goes, oh darn, you don't have sex with the people at the bachelor party. I was, oh, how do you, what, how do you even, I thought you were, the spouse is saying this, oh, like, upset about this, and, and I'm talking about the parties in a very business way, and mm. why, you know, this, this girl, and who is a performer to this day, I'm not going to name names, right, um, I don't know if they're still with this dipshit, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I don't know if we can do this, you're not fucking the guy, like, and it's mad, and I'm like, no, we do these things, you know what I'm saying? I go, I, right. I, because some of the parties I used to do like Long Beach police officers, like I did a lot of like legitimate groups. These parties were not sex parties, you know what I'm saying? No, it but was then, strippers then, coming and in. And I was, he was like talking and I'm like, and I, cause I just went through with the interview and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, oh. like I'm just going to do the interview and then they're talking and the, the their partner's really upset because what are they going to do if they, they have to fuck them all? You know, I thought they were going to fuck them on and and he thought he was going to come along and watch. And, and, and I'm thinking like, this isn't about you, dude. This is, and the guy, the partner was really upset. And it's like, and this is why I have a very big issue with squares entering sex work. You understand? I get it. People have to love sex. You right. do have to love sex. You do have to enjoy. You shared earlier, you and your partner used to swing. Nothing wrong with that. Right. But when you come and you start working in the sex worker world, whatever you're in, you got it. It's a business. People make money off of it. This isn't for you to get your kinks and your, you know, there is a, like, and when I did bachelor parties I and the re- whole reason I, I, I needed a fun girl, but I didn't need a girl that's like carrying out for her partner. You understand because Because, she's not focusing on work, right? I'm not, I don't need to work with you. I don't, I'm not that desperate for you. You're, you know, like, and, and actually I'll be real with you. A lot of the porn stars didn't work out at all at all. No, absolutely. No, I could totally see that. Yeah. I could see couldn't how they would work, work out. They didn't, i um, actually the best person that ever did a bachelor party with me was a school teacher, believe it or not. And, um, she was very
1: organized, pay attention to detail, know what's coming next. Uh,
0: do the whole curriculum right. she did actually and all that, that stuff. She had the summers off. There was a lot of weddings. We went from yep. A, B and C that she was great. Um, you know what I'm yep. saying? And she went about her day and she's totally <laughs> professional. Um, but what I mean by squares is when people, you know, when it it's, it then isn't about business, it's about just getting off, you know what I'm saying? And right right, there, there needs to be, um, you know, and this is a professional business and bringing a partner to work, you wouldn't bring your partner to your mortgage business. Mm -hmm. Do you understand Mm -hmm. why would you bring your partner to, um, a porn set? you know what I'm saying? Well, see, Even I ask,
1: kid. I ask people about that. You know, there's some people that, uh, you know, we're already paying you yeah. a damn good dollar amount mm-hmm. to show up, to bring your basics. I want your bras and panties. I want at least two pairs of shoes, neutral, you yeah. know, uh, a cream color or nude and black, you know, just the basics. I need you to be there on time. I need you to be tested I need you to have all these different things. It's all in the email. It all structures it out. And they're like, oh, can I bring Joe Blow? Can I bring my best friend? Can I bring whomever? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, well, I thought we could. Like, what's the big deal? Well, sweetheart, if you worked at McDonald's, do you think it would be cool that that you show up and have your significant other sitting there watching you work the entire time? You know, just like, oh yeah. my God, you know, even McDonald's won't tolerate it. Right. So if and you the can't do clubs, it at remember McDonald's.
0: Strip clubs, we weren't allowed to have boyfriends or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, like that was common sense. Like, yeah. Right.
1: That's like, yeah. um, what I'm single now and I have been for what, 10 years, something like that, because nobody can make it past the third date with me. I'm mm-hmm. so direct and to the point. If, uh, uh, Jocelyn Stone is my character. She's my job. She is. Uh, how I make my money. Right. I have my personal time where I turn off the light switch and I go. Uh, she goes to sleep. Work stays over there, and then I turn into who I am at home with my dog, with my cat, with my dad, with my mom, my siblings, and all this stuff where I'm doing laundry and you know mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. That's what she does. Right. And these two individuals do not get along. So it's kind of it's kind of funny if you don't shut certain things down you get caught up in, in, in the bullshit. You know, I had my ex who I was like, dude, you know, we're doing a convention and all that stuff. I'm not at a booth. So why don't you come? And we never held hands. We weren't making out. We weren't doing any of that stuff, but he was with me. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this is my friend. And he loved it because some of the girls would be like, Oh my God, their friends really like, <laughs> I'm like, Go get your son. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny, but it wasn't at work. Right. Right. you got to know, you know, this was the party after. Right.
0: Work, the right. convention. You, you have to keep a certain level of professionalism. And, oh, you goodness. know, with the fact that there is talent coordinators that advocate for the performer. Yeah. That's good enough. When you're um, I also have my SAG card that's part of my vanilla world. Um, When I've worked on TV shows or movies, those principal actors, they do not bring fam, like they do not have people coming by, but what they have is their own PA person that lunchtime will go get them food that will take care of them, bring them back and forth with set. They're dealing, their PA will deal with the ADs. Their PA will deal with the directors. And, you know, what's good is now we find out from you You know, there's a talent coordinator to somebody to buffer. So if somebody is going to do their first scene and they're scared, they've got somebody there in their best interest for them to explain something, to make them make them comfortable. Like you said, if, you know, for food, you're concerned if they're topping, if they're bottom, if if they're hungry, if they want a particular energy drink, you know, you're there for them. Yeah. And I yeah. try to cover all bases
1: and in that, you know, I'm covering the whole crew as well. So they're my little babies. And I'm like, I know what each one of them wants. And depending on who is shooting second camera and all this stuff. But um, one thing that I love about your podcast and why I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do you podcast? No <laughs> question is because you're so direct and, and just clean with having a positive but true uh, conversation. And and the thing is is you can uh when you start uh shooting and everything, and you educate as well as Rebecca and I educate on ours on mm-hmm. okay, if you're not sure, keep listening. You know, it's like yeah. getting schooled and no, and- yeah,
0: and, and that's what I think it and sex work since Fo- 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 since FOSTA Sesta has left, um, you know like I said, that stripper web was amazing. These forum, um, too bad you didn't see it, but it just had like a lot of information and, you know, education is important. especially if you're going to go in a new business and knowing you're aware of, and if anybody's not, um, you know, it's so important, our rights and how stuff is properly done, etiquette. You yes. know what I'm saying, and I wanted with this podcast, I wanted to provide every angle of sex work to educate people and let people know you know we're not all making a hundred thousand every month. we're all not this ha- No, like, those are the few right those well, are that's me few. it's it's very some of these articles are very, very misleading. I have belonged to a lot of like so called coaching groups, and they're all b s and what happens is these people that claim either a they're lying b or B they are doing coaching and they're charging people or they're selling promo. And so now their income is not the fan it's not the client. They don't really care. They don't even, they're not even in tune to the fan. They're not even answering Mm. their DMS to the fan. What Mm. they're basically doing is they're selling products to other people, uh, whether it be promotion, whether it be coaching, and that is where their income is going. And then they're paying for articles to generate, um, um, you know, to get the numbers in. So I've, I've seen a lot of yeah. newbie sex workers lie their ass off. And then to me, they're looking like a fool. They really are. Yeah. They're because looking- eventually uh,
1: a, a fan or somebody new will, um, and, and when you're not positive and you can stand behind what you're teaching, what you're saying, because you've lived it. Yeah. If you're not standing behind that, Then uh, eventually you're gonna fuck with the wrong person. Right, right. I'll tell you what, I've seen that shit happen (laughs) because sometimes I'm like, oh, I knew, I knew there was gonna be one Mm. because you're gonna get that psycho person that just comes out on social media with claws out and you are in their sights. And if they are not wrong, about what you said and what you were teaching and all this stuff. And they got put in a bad situation because of what you did. This is a problem. This is a huge, huge problem. I've been teaching um, since the beginning um, of the podcast with fetish and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I have guys Who would go on to set like, okay, Joss, I'm going to be um, shooting with mistress, whomever, Mm -hmm. or goddess, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I am going to be shooting at this address. This is who I'm shooting with. Here's the contact phone number. Here's a contact email and all this stuff. I'll text you when I get there and everything. Okay, no problem, baby. So I've got all the information. I treat these boys like they're little girls, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't be on set with them because that would disrupt and it's not okay. So I'm going to respect the set. He already made his, um, negotiations and all that. He knows when he's going to get paid. He knows how much he's going to get paid. He's done his yes and no consent his hard limits and all this stuff. So pretty much I say, when you work with smaller companies, which is where I started, Mm -hmm. so I'm not knocking them at all but do your damn research and have all of the information and verify your ass off. And like you were talking about that, um, one, uh, website I have gone through, uh, what's it called? Verify him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's a good and site for, yeah. For, uh, escorts and everything. Yeah. And especially now, you know, uh, these only fan, um, pop-up bitches. And I oh. do mean that.
0: Uh <laughs> yeah. it, it has been I did not say that on accident. Well no, it's 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 annoying and it's it's just uh OnlyFans was made for to monetize. I really like the concept, and this is the thing. I remember when I first got on it, it wasn't about porn or anything, it was really to monetize <laughs> your fan base, it's about your fans, and right. you you know, you should. If you utilize OnlyFans the proper way, you will make money and you'll make yeah. a steady form of money. And I've noticed I've made that steady form of money for the past couple of years. But uh, it, it's not the only form of sex work. Ooh. No. No, it's not. <laughs> it's far there's from so it. There's so much more. There's, there's so s- much more. Yeah, there's yeah. so much more. And there's so many ways... I do say, though, this is the thing. Anybody with any type of brand or persona, whether you're a performer or whether you're just a regular smegular, I call it the regular smegular girl. That's uh, Brittany Andrews always laughs. What did you call yourself a regular smegular? I go, yes, regular smegular girl. But um, I do feel like (laughs) this, everybody now in sex work. And I told a girl that just recently that just sees people in person, I says, you need to have your fan page. You need to have a a site that you want to cam on, yep. and then some sort of way to do phone sex that you, you could talk like. Uh, you, and everybody Directly. out there yeah. need to have. It doesn't need to be. I love sex pamper, and I've done two episodes, but it could be night flirts. It could be you know whatever other whatever, works
1: for, right. whatever honestly, works
0: for you. Because honestly, for you, I've no. had people just praise night
1: flirt since I got in the industry. That's how old they are
0: they, yeah they're on point for a lot of people for me no no Didn't worth it, f- it. Did, we yeah well did i, I use night flirt but i have better results with sex pamper personally that is yeah. me you know what i'm saying i remember during the pandemic i was trying to like help these people out and yes. somebody interrupted me about night flirt and this and that and i'm like look i'm not bashing night flirt I'm just saying from my personal experience. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah, I remember I was trying to like help see some um some organization. And then I was like, oh, forget that. I can't even talk. Let the let the girl in the back talk. Let her. She knows everything. And I just left. Right, I was like, right. Like, it's oh, like she letter. knows so much.
1: Like, <laughs> let her. Bye. See, the funny thing, the funny thing is, is I can't tell you how many times on on uh Adult Film Star Network with Rebecca. She did this whole thing about phone sex and blah 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 because she is like pro phone sex yeah. and she's been doing it forever. Yeah. And I'm like no. And she's like oh but and I'm like no, I'm not fucking doing it. It's mm-hmm. not happening. It's not for me. And all this stuff and literally this is how our podcast would go. And this is what I mean by like unaltered, unedited. Uh This bitch talked me into it. (laughs) (laughs) She gave me like you were trying to do, Uh give the ideas, well, you've got this, but you've got that and you can weigh them and figure out where you as a human being, as your character, your personality, where it fits for you.
0: Right, where right. it fits for you, like when it comes to campsites, you know, right. and I just, I think again, um, when, if anybody's listening, you know, as a brand, like I am Marcelo Alonzo, my You're campsite, the only one. Right, you need, I have myself on, I use Streamate, I use Sex Pamper, and I have OnlyFans. I do have a loyal fans, I do have a fansly, if people want to go there, whatever, but, and I just yeah, have, I have those for too. backup, I make a little bit of money. But Always those, have a backup. Right. Always, always, have a, a yeah, backup. always have a backup, but for my persona, that's what I have. And I think with the, with us moving forward as sex workers, I think it's good for everybody to have one of the three. I don't care who you are. Um, mm-hmm. I get familiar with a webcam company that you could go on. I'd like to go once a week on a stream mate, If my time permitted me, if, listen to, you know, but um, I'm going to start doing what Rebecca does. And I just think it's important. Got to schedule it. Right. I'm going to start, I'm going to try scheduling it. Like she does. I just have my hands full with uh, a lot, a lot of stuff, but I think if you really want to push your brand as a sex worker, I think those right. three things are, you know, are something good that you should do and monetize because yeah. just doing one form of sex work, I hate to say it nowadays, that's you can't, no, you can't do just only one. And I'll give you a super funny one. Um, I, am and I think like, well, also I'm going to just compliment uh, you here. I think it's very brilliant for you to go into talent coordinator because somebody like you that has been on set, because right. that's, what's needed to be a talent coordinator. Somebody that has had that experience. So, well, you know, also,
1: also I'm able to say, oh, how many scenes have you done? When did you start in the industry? Sometimes this is just another person that's being booked. Right. Okay. I'm not going into your fucking history and going. Okay, so Marcella has been in the industry for X amount of years, and she did this, 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 and here's her website. I ain't got time for that shit. Yeah. and I'm going to see you on set. I need to know your sizes. I need to know this. I need that, and your eating habits, and so I can make sure you're you're loved and taken care of. I need to make sure that it, you know all of the little things, and I need you to know I'm right here for you. Yeah. That's what I need to know. So when you get on set and we're going through wardrobe and you're getting your hair and your makeup done and all of this stuff, that is when I'll go, so how long have you been in the industry? Oh, well, this is only my second, second scene. Oh my goodness gracious. How exciting. (gasps) That is amazing. Now I'm going to build up your ego to such a fucking level because I know how petrified you are. It's being your second scene ever. It's a massive company. They love the way you look. But if you fail, if something goes wrong, you know, I got you. Mm-hmm. I have to keep saying it over and over throughout the day, how I have you. And it is weird because at the, at the end of the day, there's a lot of them that'll come up to me that are brand new didn't know their butt from their elbow and I'll tell them, you know, do you have any other questions about any other sets you've been on what to expect? And I will open that dialogue and say, you've got me right here. You have my number, use it. I care what happens to you. And I am probably the only person that has ever said those words to them because you know agencies do not fucking care. They want you to be booked. They want you to show up and they want to get their invoice paid and then they want their cut from what you made. So, which is also against a lot. They're only allowed to do one or the other, but that's neither here nor there. You have to do your research on that (laughs) stuff because it's a bigger fish to fry than I can fry. My frying pan isn't that big. (laughs) (laughs) But I let people know, you know, if something's not working for you. Um, And then with the the older crew that, you know, oh, I've been doing it three years, four years, five years, whatever. Um, I let them know avenues to get information. You are actually one that I am throwing out there now. Don't Don't just listen to me and Rebecca. You need to listen to Marcella. This is why. Yeah. Because she's real and it is real fucking conversation just like we're having right now, yeah. you know? And they're like, oh, when you're on that plane, listen to her, Yeah, you know? No, we,
0: we need to have, there needs to be something where all different types of sex works are, are hearing the truth instead of this fabrication because too much in the media. And what I'm seeing now, since OnlyFans has came and went and it's died down, I'm yeah. seeing people jump into porn but I'm seeing something very scary. They don't realize what they're w- walking into. They don't right. realize the after. F- like, and again, I'm one of my good, good friends, it was meant to do porn, Ava Devine. Uh, oh, anyway. Yeah, you know her. You I know her. We I don't know her. We, now that's a real porn star. <laughs> I remember the first time I picked her up, I was working behind
1: the scenes. Uh-huh. I was a talent coordinator then before it was a thing. Yeah. So uh, this, this crew had me on the set and I would pick the girls up and bring them up. And she decided one day she goes, you know, I know I'm supposed to do penis and vagina, but I really want to take it in the ass today. Do you think I'd be allowed? I said, I don't <laughs> see why not, but let me find out now that would be changing the script. Right, right. What if it's not an anal thing? So she was smart enough to say, this is what I would personally like to do today. Yeah. So is it possible to change it? I said, let me talk to the powers that be. I will get right back to you while you're doing your makeup. Yeah. And she did it before in a professional way. And right. And it was very quick, simple to the point. And I walked in and talked to the director I then called corporate and said, on the site that you have slotted, slated, slated for um for this scene, can we throw anal in? And they're like, Oh, what? Why does she want to do it? Like, what? Because usually you pay more for that. Right, but right. Ava is, is such a pro, she's she a pro she wants she, and she's well, gonna get
0: it. Right. So she's a pro (laughs) that's a true porn star that's a true yeah Yeah, that is that is Mm -hmm. to me like in my eyes she's the number one porn star ever okay she's so sweet she's so sweet right but I'm seeing a lot of girls come in and they're saying I'm a slot I'm into gangbang I'm into this and (laughs) going from company to company to company like the moment you blink your eyes you're like, I'm blinking my eyes. And I'm like, this is, and, and I'm, I'm kind of seeing through these people and I'm seeing fraud. I'm honestly seeing a lot of fraud and you're going to see stuff kind of unravel, but you know, people really, there needs to be conversations and people need to know the realities of what happened when you do go to porn, the realities and what it's really like and what it's expected because there's only one Ava Divine, and that's the true, right. true, you know what I'm saying? You know how professional she was to say, hey, can I do it? You know, like she brought it. Right. Um, yeah. Like, and, and uh, everybody's probably amazed, but and she probably gave a hell of a performance. Always. Um, always. 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 But what <laughs> I'm saying is, is people think, hey, I'm going to get into porn because it's going to call my OnlyFans numbers. And you know, it's a lot more deeper than that. Do you understand? It's a lot, lot more deeper than that and working for companies or when you start getting into contracts, you know, there's a certain etiquette, there's Mm -hmm. a certain loyalty. There's a, you know, you might be with this company for a year and then that company for a year. And now this is your career. It, it, only fans is just a little little smiggle of how you monetize yourself. But oh, I yeah. but I think people are, they were so obsessed with these numbers that now, you know, and, and I think as the world opened up, and now you got to build real organic fans. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? And yes, you could go the porn route, but you're dealing with... Companies and you're dealing with professional people, people don't have time to waste with your bullshit. Right. And you you've got to show get up te-
1: two hours late. Right. You can't not be ready. You right. have to be prepped and ready to do this shit.
0: And if you, you are going to do anal, you need to have your ass prepped. And if you, you know what I'm saying? And then you need to prepare with food beforehand. And, right. you know, there's a certain etiquette. And if you get under a contract, you need to honor that contract and yeah. the company okay. and everything else, because I, you know, it, it's just not all like a game. It's And thing.
1: also doing a contract, you know, um, figure it out. Are you, does a contract even make sense? I mean, it sounds like it's a pretty thing, right? But you're also cutting off your nose to spite your face. If you flip it, because I've seen girls, Sign a contract, say, I'm going to do X amount of scenes for this company. I can't shoot for anybody else for the next six months, year, two years, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, all of a sudden they're going, oh, yeah, this company over here. Sorry, I can't work with you. Oh, no, I can't work with you either. Oh no, I can't work with you.
0: But what are you, you know doing, I mean? looking at other com- like you need a you need a real? They
1: approach that. you. They oh, approach you. Okay. they approach you're me.
0: opening your email, and they're right. like, "Hey, Marcella,
1: I see that you would fit oh so while they're while they're
0: with somebody, then they're getting approached by other companies, right?
1: Because um, these other people want to book you, but so you have you're to- not seeking out the 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 work. You're not mm-hmm. hunting it down. Right? You've it's done enough. To you. Where you know these companies are coming to you saying, you know, like, uh, I shot for Devil Films and then Naughty America mm-hmm. came in and said, Hey, jocelyn we would like to shoot with you and everything. Then you get your, your mind geek companies mm-hmm. that you know, like Bang Bros and you know, some sort of hot milf, whatever. And you know, you've they've got like 50 of them. I mind geek is fucking ridiculous, they bought the whole world, so you know. Uh, You've got all these different people that want to shoot you. Do you really want to pigeonhole yourself into right. only five scenes a month, and it's only right for this website?
0: So it's it's they basically need to get a mentor and talk to other people, At, or really... listen
1: to our podcasts.
0: Yes, that's and true, you, that's a, yeah. and that's
1: what this shit is about because been yeah. there done that we know with this I stuff think though about. some
0: of the people that I'll be honest they're too busy chasing clout to even think they I've seen I've seen so much oh, clout yeah. chasing it's unreal and uh yeah it, it ain't about cl- like mm-hmm. it, it, it's starting to get that questionable things people do because it's it's really questionable
1: right really well, you know
0: the fact that here's
1: here's something that really bothers me in the industry uh one with only fans it's fuck a fan that's all it is as long as you have a penis and it works come over they'll fuck you uh they'll put it on film they'll put a mask on you or some shit like that it is below the sludge at the bottom of the fucking barrel quality mm-hmm. jocelyn stone has a higher quality than that sorry Ain't fucking some Yahoo that decided to say, hey, can I stick my dick in you on Mm -hmm. film on Instagram? You know, it's toddle away, weirdo. No, either you are in the industry and you can show me some references and show me, forget it. I'm not just fucking some random stranger. Yeah. But getting that quality and figuring out- Oh no, I got an an email. That's why
0: I I got an email and a guy had the nerve- Tell me he was gonna do me a favor, and he would do a scene with me, and wouldn't that be okay and Then he mentioned a name of somebody um who was not a performer but just a regular content creator, and they did that with them and um that is why I made that tweet most recently. Can you yep girls I where stop. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because here is somebody having the audacity to email me, um, because they're going to do me a favor. And I don't know who the hell they are. I right. don't get really care who they are. Um, and I don't right. really need them for content. I really, enjoy, yeah. you, you know, I make a majority of my money off doing video calls with my fans that I actually enjoy my time with. Um, that I get pleasure out of doing video calls with them, but somebody randomly acting like there's a fate. They're doing me a favor. You're not doing me a favor. <laughs> I'm going to delete you. You might've got lucky with some square before. Right.
1: You know because she doesn't have porn dick. She doesn't have 80 yeah. fucking porn dicks in her phone. Yeah. Going, Hey dude, you know what? I need to do this custom video and then I'm going to put it on Lonely Vans or whatever. So I need yeah. some, some nice big porn dick that can control himself yeah. knows the different, um, uh, positions and, and angles and all of this stuff. Yeah. A porn dick is a different kind of dick. And right. if you don't understand just having a dick is not
0: because filming back. is a lot of work <laughs> filming. Yeah. Filming is a whole lot of work and it's just not something, but uh yeah, it's not. I had, I had somebody one time and it was just like a, a normal person. We kind of went out on
1: a date. We really got a kick out of each other and everything. And of course the true colors start to come out a little bit. And it was turned into a conversation of well, yeah, I know how you're used to getting fucked and I can definitely, you know, um, keep up with that. And I said, oh, hmm, what do you mean? Used, used, I'm used to what exactly? Oh, you think what you see on video is the, oh, wow. Because in downtime, do you think I'm squealing Fuck that big hairy pussy? Is uh-huh. that what you think? I like, Are yeah. you nuts? Yeah. What now? And I'm not telling you smack my ass or slap my tits or, I mean, I'm a different kind of beast in the bedroom when right. there's no camera. Right. I'll punch you first. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, oh, oh, oh. He goes, well, I can definitely give it to you, you know, for that length of time. I'm like, that length of time? How long do you think it was? And he goes, well, it, it, all those videos are like 30 minutes, you know, it's probably about 15, you know, there's a lot of talking and stuff. And I'm like, oh, sweetie, that footage was 90 minutes, nine zero. And they just pulled the best parts yeah, and made you feel good about yourself. Yeah, And you're inadequate.
0: Because they don't know that sometimes for 30 minutes. It's, yep, yeah, they don't know how long it really is. And it's a lot of work. No. Plus, and we haven't even covered the testing. We haven't even covered that part. How they have to be tested. That's a whole nother uh How about episode. these Mickey Mouse
1: motherfuckers going, oh, yeah. So if I go to my doctor and, you know, he does a test then, oh, so you mean actually what I'll you're going to do is go to your computer, type up a fucking test, yeah. and think you're going to fucking raw dog me when I don't know you, you from that's super, Adam. I'll be, I'll be honest,
0: that that crazy chlamydia that's now um that super chlamydia, oh, yeah, what's it called? Yeah. I honestly, pr- you know who I'm going to blame? The pandemic mm-hmm. Becky's for that. Ooh. You know why? And I'm going to tell you, I collab How with we- a- a girl, and she's married. She was married. She doesn't need a test. She's married. <gasps> she's married. She don't need fucking a test.
1: Piece of shit.
0: Yeah, and I didn't. I knew not to do certain things with her. I was like, okay, whatever. And um, there was no s- slopping, sec- or whatever, because she's married. She doesn't need a test. You know, she's married. And that's a lot of their attitudes.
1: Those are the fucking dangerous bitches.
0: Right. I talked to and,
1: my, I talked to my doctor but and you know, funny. they're
0: married, they're married, you know, and that married. is such a huge <laughs> fucking
1: problem. Porn people. I broke it down to my doctor one day and I don't lie to my doctors. If they can't mm. handle what I do for a living legally, that's on them. And right. they were a bad fucking physician. Mm. They're just bad. And I will be the hooker to tell them <laughs> to their face. So um, I sit down with my doctor and he always asked different questions about the industry and everything. So I told him about testing and all these different things. I tell him where he can pull information. He said, you get a lot of hookers in here that are afraid to talk to you. So I need you to be able to bring things up, you know, like, Hey, if you've had 10, 10 partners in the last months, so what? I just need to know how to treat you. Yeah. I need to know how to help you maintain you. That's it. Because jamming latex in your cooch all the time or in your butt all the time or down your throat all the time is not fucking healthy Mm -hmm. because of the lubes that are on there and all this stuff. Yeah. But I told him the most dangerous human beings out there are the ones that are giving blowjobs and fucking guys um, uh, from nightclubs. And the ones that are going to swing, oh my God, his dick was wonderful. It's like his dick in the bathroom and all this stuff. Bitch, what? You did what? (laughs) No, I, ever since I got into the adult industry, I act like I have a chastity belt on. Why? Because I am my own product. Yes. And why would you make this beautiful product Put all this money into marketing and do all this stuff to fluff it up and have it all over the place and then blow it up with one M80. Yep. Just one. That's all it takes. Yeah. Is one. Done. You're just fucking done forever, sometimes, depending on the special bits. And then now that uh,
0: crazy chlamydia that's out. Um, I've heard some people taking multiple antibiotics and I really blame these new, Um, I don't blame, I blame pretty much the people because I, I've witnessed the stupidity in front of my eyes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, with some of them but these new sex workers that you know, I'm just going to go to my local doctor and my doctor and, and my, uh, I'm in middle America and I'm going to go to my little doctor and they're not getting the proper testing. So I, I've made it Because decision. they're
1: lying to them about what they're doing too. Right.
0: I, I decide, but I don't do porn. I only do OnlyFans. I'm not a porn star. I'm an OnlyFans girl. Porn is wrong. Ew. I'm going to shit on the porn. That's another thing. Don't shit on the porn industry. If you've got a fucking OnlyFans, don't shit on any type of fucking sex work. We're all under the same umbrella Uh, if you're doing anything where you're stuffing yourself any
1: of your orifices like a turkey or i can see your fucking entrails bitch you are doing adult work you can call it porn you can call it whatever you want but it is an entertainment in the adult 18 plus capacity and yeah, yeah, I can remember in Exotica, and this is before, uh, before the pandemic, I was there, Rebecca wasn't there. And I'm walking down and I'm listening, like yelling and it's in one of the big areas and I'm listening to yelling, and I'm like, ooh, that is not like fun yelling. That is mm-hmm. angry yelling. And it was the cam girls yelling at the porn girls, the oh, porn they girls were fighting. yelling yeah. back. Because some cunt thinks she's a different kind of cunt than the other cunt because she's, you know, I don't do porn. I'm a cam girl, bitch. You're the worst kind because you're unsafe because sometimes you bring a penis in without being educated, without being tested, without Mm. using a condom, without doing all of these things. You are the worst porn person because Mm. you don't respect that it is what it is.
0: And it is. And, and, and cam work, it, it, it is. You are. yeah. You're also, just live porn. I, I, I you just are think, live. I see it like all sex workers are under an umbrella. Whatever you do, yes. you know what I'm saying? You you might dip your toes in all. You might take a break from one. You know, you might go back to the other.
1: I've got a good one for you. Um, Rebecca and I have been um, guest speakers at UNLV. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because her and I show up and, you know, I dress like I would in the office, we walk in and these people are like, okay, who the fuck are these bitches? And, um, we're given kind of as a, as a gift at the end of the semester, um, for, uh, human sexuality. And, you know, it's like, oh yeah, we're going to have guest speakers. So we come in and we look so normal and then we start speaking and it's like, do not judge a book by its cover, sweetheart. Yeah, And that's your first fucking lesson. Because yep. I saw you look at me like I was nothing. Now you're looking at me like you've done what? And you <laughs> can't stop looking at me. And now the clickiness in your tiny, tiny brain as your brain cells are fighting with each other to process the shit that I'm saying you know they're just like oh my god cuz it's anywhere from like 18 19 years old on the way up yeah um i love to open the floor to any questions no matter what i'm talking about ask me questions please i never want to miss one because we're out of time you need to ask it as we're going so the instructor uh the professor always pulls questions and one of my biggest horrifying question was the fact, well, if you do like BDSM or foot fetish or something like that, you like meet a client because I was talking about escorting
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it will, if you meet, it's not the same as prostitution. Oh. And I said, okay, that's fine. You can think that I said, um, so the cop comes in, the cop comes in, dude has paid you to be there. You got his dick between your feet. But your clothes are not off. Nobody can see your coochie. Nobody can see your tatas. So it's just your feet. It's not a big deal. Are you going to argue that point with the cop and say, oh, no, no, it's not prostitution.
0: Because of certain body
1: parts. Do you where do you think it falls in line? I said the cops have one category that you can be arrested under. And it's fucking prostitution. Guys, solicitation. Yep. So which category do you think it was or are they gonna go? Oh god shit. I'm sorry, Miss Stone. I did not realize that that it was only your feet. We will go now. You may no, they, commence doing your foot worship. It is what it is. Call yep. it what it is. And Understand that if your girlfriend needs some extra money and says this guy is going to pay us two hundred dollars each to you know rub her feet all over him and all this stuff and he's going to jerk off, you are hooking. You are hooking, and it it is yep, absolutely. He is a fucking trick. (laughs) So know your place. So and and it was funny because the instructor is so about. Sexual education, sexual yeah. awareness yeah she like,
0: it does need to be it, it needs to be presented. Out she more. does the
1: show of hands like how many people here knew that you could get arrested for that? Yeah and that's I mean good. nobody knew yeah nobody and she goes, how many people thought there was a difference? you know and that's why she brings in me and rebecca for these different things because we hit hard and we hit it to where i remember the dumb shit that <laughs> i was taught when i was when i was a kid that i believed yeah when i was a kid there was um i had a girl t- tell me one time that if she if you were on top and a guy comes in you all you have to do is perfectly fine. It's not a big deal. You won't get pregnant. All you have to do is I was like 14, um, 13, 14. Uh, if you go sit in a warm bathtub and you won't, you won't get, um, you won't get pregnant. So, um, so that is me at 13, 14 years old. Okay. So I'm in the industry. I started at age 37 because I had a career and I started a new one and, um, I was driving some girls around for an agency. Now I told you, I want to know how it all works.
0: Damn! So I was driving,
1: I was driving for an agency. I'm like, I got a car. So I'm driving this little girl. She's like 19, something like that. She's going to college. She's mad at her parents. That's what she is, is mad at her parents. And this is where we would do what you call a go-see. And you would have to go into the company and actually they would have to physically see you. You would have to get naked, take a picture from the front, the back, left, right. And then they would see if if they needed you, if you were their cup of tea or not. And I'm having conversations with this little girl in the in the car and everything. And it turned out she was getting into porn because she was mad at her parents. And I said, okay, you have every right. I said, um, I don't agree with it. I'll tell you why, you know, because once you do it, you can never take it back. That's why. But um, I asked her, I said, what form of birth control are you on? Because I was getting this idea that she just didn't have the basics. Right. I started asking her about douching, about using enemas. I started asking her all these different things. And I asked her about um, birth control. And she goes, oh, well, I don't need birth control. And I said, oh, you don't. Why is that? And she goes, well, in porn, they never come um, in you. They only come on your face or on your tits or something like that. So I can't get pregnant. Oh, my God. I said, okay, okay, totally understand because I'm remembering yeah, that yeah, 13, yeah. When were, 14-year-old that dumbass that, that I was. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, she's still stupid. Okay, let's figure this out. So I'm like, okay, have you ever given a boy a blowjob? And she goes, yeah. I said, okay. She goes, I don't like when they come in my in my mouth, but I know I'll have to do that for porn and everything. And I said, okay, all right. I said, if you ever been stuck in a guy's dick and you get this stuff? It is, what is that? Blah, 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 blah. What was it? That's not my spit. There's something in my mouth. What is it? And it came out of your dick. I'm all, what is that? And she goes, pre I said, okay. If it comes out when you're giving a blowjob, don't you think it's going to come out? When he's fucking you, and she goes, (gasps) and then she realized she had no idea that you could get pregnant from pre cum. And I'm like, it's come, it's just come, it's come. So if you put that penis anywhere near your vagina, (laughs) and it has just one little motherfucking swimmer, that's all (laughs) it takes. Yeah, you know. So there's some things, and and. That's where I started realizing there's so much education that yep. needs to be had because there's so many parents that are not Talking giving to the kids, their yeah. children, the education. So I'll fucking do it. I don't have a problem. And one of my biggest issues with a lot of things uh, now, instead of it being born and I don't expect it to be sexy and lovely and all that. Mm-hmm. Some of it is, some right. of it is, but some of it's very aggressive and everything. But seriously, these these uh I call them toddlers because they're like 21, 22 <laughs> to a, below 30, you're a fucking toddler to me. Right. So because right. I'm an old ass bitch. Yep. And these guys, oh, I'd be able to pound you. And I'm like, <laughs> what exactly in the word pound do you expect me to go? Oh right. yeah, that's hot. I'm like, right. dude, all it makes me want to do is just throat punch you. I yep. want to hit you before you hit me. Because <laughs> you just told me you're going to pound me. Right. Wait, that's right. no, right. that is not hot. And also, uh, yeah, I'm not a deep throat queen. I don't <laughs> deep throat at all. I'm like, you shove it down. Uh, you shove it past the third tooth. I keep it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well and thank this- you so <laughs> much Jocelyn for oh, um thank you. Oh my god, we can talk fun day. Yes, we can. Um please let my audience know where they can find you and everything else and also share the podcast information because it was just a great joy to be on there.
1: Yes. Oh my god, you're you're podcast is one of my favorite now at this point Mm -hmm. um so the podcast that rebecca love and i do is adult film star network afsn uh afs network one on on instagram and i believe twitter so but adult film star network or you could type in jocelyn stone or rebecca love and be able to find the podcast and we're all about education just like you are in the same style which is oh my god amazing and I love everything you do for me directly, um, Jocelyn stone, And then uh, everything is Jocelyn stone. The only one that has changed is Instagram because I got shut down. Of course, oh. if you haven't been shut down once on Instagram, you ain't nobody. Right. So thank you for the compliments assholes. But, um, that one is miss M S Jocelyn stone. So, uh, yeah. And Jocelyn's Garage is, is my site, but everything else is Jocelyn Stone. It's J O C L Y N
0: S T O N E. And my name is Marcella Alonso. You can find me on my IG, which is Marcella Sobella. My Facebook is Marcella Sobella. Along with my YouTube is Marcella Sobella. If you like to watch this episode, I have now opened a Patreon and you can go to MarcellaSobella.com. You will also see my OnlyFans link if you want to talk dirty, as well as watch all every episode from Get Schooled or Sunday Funday. Thank you so much for coming on get school Jocelyn. Thank you
1: so much.